Peace and blessings, beautiful people. Peace and blessings. This is Empress Imani, and welcome to this episode of Sacred Love Lessons. This episode is sponsored by House of Sacred Love, where you will find online courses for your personal development and growth. Sign up for a complimentary 21-day mind-body detox and learn how to design your life with affirmations. Get rid of stinking thinking today. Houseofsacredlove.com Today's episode is all about the Wheel of Fortune. Yay! The Wheel of Fortune is an indicator of blessings or destiny. It reminds us that life is a constant state of change. If you're going through a difficult time right now or challenges, just rest assured that life will get better. Now, this reminds me of the good book in Ecclesiastics 3, 1 through 8. I won't read them all, but just a little bit, right? For everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to break down and a time to build up. So that's how I know, right? That the wheel of fortune is real, that it exists, and that no matter where you are in life, life will change, life will get better. It is our responsibility to know where we are in the wheel, what season we're in, right? So how do we get the wheel to move, to turn in our favor? Now, the wheel of fortune, is also known as the wheel of karma. And it reminds us that what goes around comes around. So if you are kind and loving to others, others will be kind and loving to you. If you are mean and nasty to others, well, you get the point. Now, yes, you know, I know that there's an exception to this rule. In the lesson today, we are not talking about the exceptions. We are talking about the general rule. So the will of fortune reminds us that whatever you put out into the universe, it will come back to you. That is the law of reciprocity, the law of circulation, the law of sowing and reaping, right? All encompassed in the will of fortune. So if you want happiness and abundance in your life, Make sure that you're sending out positive energy and intentions, because even though you may not speak your intentions, the most high, oh, they still hear that, okay? They can still hear what you're thinking, right? Your thoughts really do become things, and what you send out will come back to you. So here are some ways that you can get the wheel of fortune to turn in your favor. These are some things that I have done. I'm going to share them with you today, and hopefully they'll be of value to you, right? So the first thing that you want to do to get the wheel to turn into your favor is to focus on your sacred purpose. Now, your sacred purpose is what you came to this planet to do, right? And for example... I'm a light worker, and I am here to raise the vibration of this planet. Now, my sacred mission is to be an inspirational teacher sharing sacred love lessons on unconditional love. 
That is my method, my methodology, the way that I raise the vibration on this planet. So your mission, right, is to first find out what your sacred purpose is, and then two, to operate in your sacred purpose. Now, it has been my experience that when I get out of my lane, right, when I give my energy and my focus, because focus is energy, right? When I give that to someone else's purpose and I get in someone else's lane, what that does is it causes stagnant energy in my own life and it causes stagnation in the wheel of fortune, right? So if you are in a place where nothing is working for you, no matter where you go, block over here. What, what can William say? Trying this, trying this, one word. Trying it, trying it, one word. Trying it, trying it, one word. I've been there, okay? I've been there because I was out of sacred purpose. And when you're out of sacred purpose, it will seem like nothing in your life is working. You'll be blocked at every turn. And you'll be like, what the hell? So you want to stay focused on your sacred purpose, right? That's number one. Number two, you want to forego certain relationships. Now, everyone can't go. I know, you know, especially if you're an empath, you're a light worker, you're self-giving, bless your heart, right? And you just want to love on everybody. You want, you know, everybody to be happy. You want everybody to go. But the reality is, your sacred purpose is your sacred purpose. And not everyone is meant to go on the journey, on the path with you. Sometimes others can see your worth before you do. They can see your light. They can see your crown before you do. Now, some will admire you while others may hold animosity toward you. Some will seek to support you while others will seek to sabotage you. Some people will try to fleece you, okay, to plunder or steal from you or dim your light. So you have to, number two, to get the wheel to turn in your favor, you have to forego certain relationships. Now, this is where you must use your intuition and discernment to know which relationships you must forego. Failure to do so could lead you down a pathway of destruction or stagnation. As a result, you could filibuster or forfeit your blessings. Now that takes me to point number three. Avoid the filibuster or forfeiture of your blessings. Sometimes when you are off mission, right? You're off mission. The Most High will hold back your blessings because you're attached to takers, karmics, toxic people in your life. Um, you may lack healthy boundaries. Um, you may just be completely on the wrong path. You may not know your self-worth. And the Most High will hold back your blessings. So it is important for you to know your worth and protect your energy. Access to your energy is a privilege. And as you implement this, what I'm teaching you today, as you implement these practices, you may face opposition, right? Especially if you lack healthy boundaries. Because, you know, people, you teach people how to treat you. So people are used to 
calling you all times of the night, right? Or showing up at your house unannounced. Um, they expect that when they ask you for something, you just say yes all the time, right? And as you begin to set healthy boundaries and you begin to say no, no is a complete sentence. It doesn't need an explanation. No. Can I borrow some money? No. Uh, will you come help me with this? No. Um, or you refuse to, you know, answer calls, take texts, you know, respond to text messages. You're leaving people on red. So people may start to cut up. And that's okay. Because this is about you. This is about your sacred purpose, your sacred mission. This is about your wheel of fortune. And if you do not want stagnation in your life and in your will, you must avoid the filibuster or forfeiture of your blessings. And lack of healthy boundaries will cause delay. Now, for those of you who don't know, a filibuster is a legal term, right? And it, what it is, it's an obstruction to progress. You will often see this like in law, the practice of law. You may see it in the courtroom. It's a dilatory tactic, right? You will especially see it in politics where you'll have these people get up and most times they're just blowing smoke, right? They're just blowing smoke and they're creating an illusion. And what it is, is a distraction and it's a dilatory tactic to take you off of the action that you were pursuing, right? So if you're on mission and you start filibustering or procrastinating, you could say procrastinating, you will delay the wheel turning in your favor. The Most High will hold back your blessings. You will create stagnation in your life and in the wheel. So you want to avoid the filibuster, right? And then the forfeiture is just a sacrifice altogether. Now, I have seen this with people where the Most High has sent them a gift and the person was unable to recognize the gift and they sacrificed it because that's what it means to forfeit, means to sacrifice. And they just threw it away. Now, this reminds me of the day I was walking uh, to get ice cream with wife goddess, Elisa, and we came across a banana tree. And I remembered when I lived in Houston, shout out to the people of Houston. I lived in Houston and we had banana trees. We had one on each side of our home, right? And at the time, you guys, I was so ignorant. I didn't understand, you know, I wasn't into agriculture or anything like that. And so I just noticed that the bananas would grow and the tree would begin to bend over because of all of the abundance, right, on the tree. So silly me, not knowing, I would cut the bananas off the tree, and then I would just throw the whole thing, the whole thing that was weighing the tree down, I would throw it all in the trash. Now, at that time, I don't eat bananas today, but at that time, I was eating bananas, and so I had two banana trees in my yard at my home that was fruitful. I would cut the fruit off the tree, throw it in the trash, but yet go to the store and buy bananas. How silly is that? And I think my neighbors noticed. I, I wish they had just told me because I was ignorant. I didn't know. And so they saw the blessings on my tree. So what they did was they were like, can we have the bananas off your tree? And I was like, sure, go ahead. Because I was just throwing them out, right? I was like, sure, go ahead. You know, take it all. So here I am, unbeknownst to me, right? My lower self, right? Unawakened throwing away the gift and the blessing that the Most High was giving to me and my family, and then going to the store 
and using my money to buy more bananas that I had already been given. How silly and foolish is that, right? I know better now, you guys. <laughs> I know better now. Shout out to all my farmers out there. I know better now, right? But at the time, I didn't know if it was okay to eat the banana tree because I had never had a banana tree before. I didn't know how to take care of it, and I didn't take the time to do the research to find out. So I was forfeiting my blessing. So you don't want to forfeit your blessing. Sometimes, if God gives you a blessing now, you might give it away or you might let someone take it from you. And just keep in mind, rejection really is God's protection. So if you're trying to get into something, a circle, a group, a job or place, whatever it may be, and you are rejected, just know that is God's protection. And just receive that protection because that's divine, right? Receive the divine protection and move forward. Number four, remain flexible to change. The wheel of fortune reminds us that life is a state of constant change. The wheel of fortune asks us to be optimistic and to have faith in the Most High that the Most High will take care of your situation in the best way possible. So when you're remaining flexible, sometimes you have to learn how to let go. Just accept and let go, right? And just let the Most High, trust that the Most High will take care of your situation in the best way possible. So I have some homework for you today. Here's your mission today, should you choose to accept it. Be open to receive all of the abundance the Most High offers and gives to you. And remain in positive expectation, knowing that God is your source, your supply, your support, and your shield. And I'll leave you with this. May the wheel forever turn in your favor. May you move through life in sacred purpose and blessings. This is Empress Imani. It has been my privilege and my honor to serve you today. And until we speak again, be the light.